Hey everybody, Jim Sammons here, and welcome to the Kayak Fishing Show live, as always, brought to you by Ballast Point Brewing Company. Green screen makes it look weird. Uh, we're going to go with the Big Gus IPA today. This is a new one. They just came out with Big Gus and Little Gus. Another winner. Ballast Point just keeps doing it right. Definitely uh, some of my favorite beers out of Ballast Point. And uh, that's a new, very tasty one. Um, this is an IPA. The Little Gus, as I recall, said it was a hoppy pale ale. Um, but uh, that's my first try of this one. We just picked these up. And it's good. So uh, thanks to Ballast Point, um, as well as all of our other great sponsors who have helped us over the years. So if you are new to this, every Tuesday and Thursday, we uh, air older episodes of my TV show. Um, Tuesdays being the Jackson Kayak Years. Thursdays are the Ocean Kayak Years. Uh, sometimes we have a guest. Sometimes it's just me. Uh, we've had Patrick Zabiel has been joining us at the beginning of the show's and doing the uh showing off his lures and giving a walkthrough and all that of his lures he's on the road for the next couple of weeks so he couldn't join us here so you just got me today because i didn't get another guest uh today's episode is up in canada i love to go to canada um always my producer is up there in ottawa and we always have i gotta admit you know i i don't know that i've ever had a bad shoot up there We've always had pretty good weather. Uh, you know, I froze my butt off a few times, but uh, always had good weather and always had pretty good fishing. I mean, and there's so much water up there. So many other, um, so many different types of fishing and uh, great areas, whether it's lakes or rivers or whatever, and smallmouth and pike and musky, just, just fantastic. So this is going to be a good episode. Uh, we ran some white water and all that. But before we get going, a uh, reminder that it is uh, Memorial Day weekend coming up and it is Safe Boating Week. Uh, I mentioned this the other day, you know, just please wear your PFD. Before we air my episode, I'm going to air a, a video from one of our early trips up to Canada that really shows good reason to wear a PFD. And... Um, wear it not only wear it but wear it properly and that was the issue in this video so without further ado i'm just gonna let this one roll and uh we can talk about it answer any questions anything like that i hope you enjoy this 
While shooting an episode of the kayak fishing show on the Ottawa River in Canada, Jim Sammons has his first run in with whitewater, and it leads to a near-death experience that will affect him the rest of his life. The first wrap of the day is it happens before the river splits into its two channels. Um, and that rapid's called McCoy's, and it, we knew it was the biggest water, the biggest rapid that, that uh, Jim was going to have to contend with. Uh, so we chose a, a, the most conservative line, aside from portaging. And Jim was gung-ho, so uh, we watched a few rafts go through first, and he saw people swim every which way through that rapid, through the guts of it too. So in a way, it was a confidence booster for him. He said, you know what, I can swim through this thing. It doesn't look that bad. Oh, <laughs> He came through beautifully. Great angle, great line. He actually did way better than, than I expected. I expected him to be upside down before he came through. And so he went over and swam. But he rallied, got back on the boat, held his paddle, rolled the boat upright, jumped back on. It, was, uh, it really was impressive how, how quick he got on it. He was, he was with it. And unfortunately, that's when he paddled right into the hole and he fell over into it. Jim's stuck in the hole. Yeah. Yeah. Go get him, Jim! I didn't have my PFD on as tight as I should, and it got up over my head when I went in the water, and I just couldn't breathe. And I mean, I really, I was scared. I mean, I'm not afraid to admit, or too proud to admit that I was really scared. <laughs> Got him. Nice rescue, Ken. No, no, they're okay. Luckily, Ken got up there, and I swear we could have seen that rescue happen, you know, 99 times out of a hundred and it wouldn't have went as smoothly as it did. Two. I have no strength in the so. Okay, ready? I'm just gonna ride you. One, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I show my ass right now? Yeah, totally. It's <laughs> you can get your breath back. That is extreme. That is such is gnarly, man. Those rapids are just Good fun if you don't die. <laughs> what was amazing is he, he rallied. He, he got back on. Once he got caught his breath and chilled out for a while, he, uh, he got back in his boat and started fishing again. For more tips in your channel. So yeah, that was my uh, first experience on the Ottawa River. Um, again, thanks to the PFD, uh, I was able to uh, stay afloat, uh, but I wasn't wearing it properly. It wasn't my PFD. I didn't have it on snug. Um, so as you can see, it went over my face. Uh, definitely the scariest thing that's ever happened to me um, on the water, um, or definitely up there in the top few. Um, so again, I just wanted to post that as a reminder, somebody who spends his life on the water, you know, things can go wrong. And uh, luckily, Ken was there. Ken is a uh, former world champion whitewater kayaker. 
and he was able to get up there, side surf his boat in the hole, and was able to get me out. But uh, again, you know, the fact that I, I was wearing a PFD too loose, you could see if you go back and look at that later, um, where I come above the water at one point, and you can see the PFDs like right up here. Um, so it was definitely a, a terrifying moment for me. Um, and as you saw, you know, they dragged me out, my butt's hanging out. And um, what you didn't see was like on the bank was, it was at the very beginning, you saw a, a raft go down and it got stuck in this bigger hole at the top where everybody got thrown out of the boat. Well, everybody got thrown down the boat to this bank right below where I was pulled out. So they're standing on the bank and it was like all these like high school age girls and they're pulling me out of the boat with my butt hanging out. <laughs> so, you know, we're a PFD. Um, that was a, a big learning experience in whitewater. Whitewater is no joke. Uh, we run some whitewater in this one and it's probably the first time I hit whitewater since that time and it was a little sketchy just just going out there and doing it uh there's a few comments here uh liam watching over on kayak fishing tales our youtube channel i appreciate you watching as always uh andrew how are you mitch thanks for watching gene wilson how are you good to see you um facebook user i'm not sure who that is must be watching on the kayak fishing show group page and didn't give it permission to show your name. But uh, no, I haven't cut it yet. My wife wants me to cut it very badly. <laughs> I'm fighting it. Uh, Jim Young, how are you? Well, again, watching on Kayak Fishing Tales. Jose, how are you? My friend, Cesar DeFranco, good to see you again. He says, I was out on the Ottawa, Ottawa River yesterday at Shirley's Bay, just out for an evening paddle. Always wear my PFD, good man. Um, Esteban, how are you? How was Florida? Florida was good and bad. Um, for once I went to Florida and had very nice weather for the most part. We had a little bit of wind, but not, not bad at all. Unfortunately, the fish were very lockjaw, uh, particularly in the salt. We saw a lot of fish. They just did not want to eat. Uh, we did pretty good in uh, the freshwater. We did two days of uh, fishing on a lake and caught plenty of bass and had a great time. Uh, the saltwater fishing was just a little disappointing. Like I said, there was a lot of fish. They just didn't want to didn't want to eat. Um, Andrew uh, says he never goes out without his PFD on tight, and that's the key. Like you know, I, I mentioned this the other day, and I've got this banner scrolling across the bottom. I guess I can get rid of that. Um, that's the key is wearing it tight. When you, when you put it on, I mean, you should have to kind of work to get it on. Um, I see a lot of guys sitting in their boats with their PFD open, but at least they have it on their body, but it's not even zipped up or anything. So if you go in the water, it's just going to float up above you. Um, if it's a real emergency situation, you know, you're, you're still going to be in trouble. Uh, put it on, put it on tight. The main thing is, is when you move, it moves with you. You don't want to be moving inside of it. If you have it loose, uh, besides the fact that it just can go over your head, um, you're more prone to chafing, um, you know, because you're moving inside of it. And you're going to get more rubbing on stuff. So though initially it feels a little uncomfortable, really kind of squeezing yourself into a PFD, in the end, it ends up being a much better way to, um, to wear it. So 
always wear your PFD. Again, you got a holiday weekend uh, coming up that uh, you know it's going to be busy out on the water. So wear that PFD. Prevents drowning. Effing drowning, right? Um, before we get to the episode, there was another, one other thing I want to talk about. Uh, if you have not followed, particularly if you're if you're a Ray Marine owner, but you're going to learn stuff. If you, if you use fish finders of any type, uh, you will learn some stuff. But if you're a Ray, Ray Marine owner, obviously more so. But uh, the Ray Marine page every Thursday at 7 o'clock Eastern time does a uh, live show. And something happened here. Um, anyway, they do a, a live show. And they do question and answer. They do walkthroughs. You know, they give a real thorough breakdown on how their uh, fish finders, uh, radars, um, the GPS units, how all that stuff works, the navigation, all that. Um, yeah, so always, you know, check out that Ray Marine uh, show on Thursdays, Ray Marine's Facebook page. Their live shows are super educational. I watch everyone. When I'm around, I will watch that their live shows. They're they're that good. Um, I really encourage it. Um, I've got a couple other. Mitch, I fish the Ottawa. I always portage when fishing with my blue sky. Oh, portage rather than going down rapids. Yeah, I doubt you want to go. Um, I doubt you want to go down rapids in the blue sky. Although I'd be happy to watch you do it. <laughs> I just don't know how well it would do. Um, Caesar says, if you remember, I went in the drink in Baja and PFD was loose. Lesson learned. Yeah. Yeah, but you ended up catching Marlin, Caesar. So, you know, you did good. <laughs> and George, how are you doing? Um, so anyway... Today's episode, again, is from Canada, and uh, we were fishing the Ottawa Valley. We fished a couple of different rivers. We did fish the Ottawa River. Um, I believe we fished some lakes. I don't really remember this episode that well, but I know it was a really good time. Uh, Jameson uh, and Brooks from and, and James Macbeth, all from Jackson Kayak, fished with us, as well as EJ Jackson, uh, Jackson Kayak, um, we uh, did some fishing with him and running some whitewater again with him. Like I said, this I think is the first time I ran whitewater since my almost drowning. Um, but <clears throat> it's, it's just a wonderful place. I mean, I, I absolutely love it. Like I said earlier, I don't know that I've ever had a bad fishing trip up there. Uh, we always find fish. Uh, if you like to catch smallmouth, I mean, it's just wonderful. Uh, if you like the blow-ups on top water from Big Pike, you know, it, there's so many up there. Um, fished, we fished with Dan Joseph and his brother Manny, uh, the Joseph brothers. Uh, they got those guys have the musky fishing so dialed in. Uh, so we got to do some musky fishing with them. So it's a super fun episode, as I recall. Uh, and like I said, great guys to to fish with. Um, one more question here before we get it rolling, Esram. We got to do a tarpon episode in Costa Rica. Just got back and it was epic. Yeah, let's figure it out, Esteban. I saw a couple of your pictures. Um, I take it those were not coastal fish, um, unless you were on the East Coast. 
I did do tarpon in the east coast of Costa Rica many years ago at Silver King Lodge, and it was epic. I mean, lots of big, big tarpon. Um, so it, if we can figure it out, maybe we uh, fly down there with the inflatable kayaks this time. We don't have to worry about even shipping kayaks there. So uh, I've been messing around. If you guys have seen the videos, I've been messing around with this uh, NRS Star Rival uh, inflatable. I'm hoping to take it out on the water tomorrow for my first test drive of it. But I rigged it all up, and I think it's going to be a fun little boat and great for expedition-type trips where shipping a kayak isn't as easy. So maybe that maybe that'd be the hot ticket for that, Esteban. Uh, let's talk about it. So um, with no further ado, let's uh, get this episode from Ottawa, Roland. This week on the Kayak Fishing Show, we're in the beautiful Ottawa Valley, fishing on the Ottawa River, chasing after smallmouth, largemouth, and having a great time doing it with the Jackson Kayak Fishing Team. Stick around. It's going to be a great time. This week we're uh, in one of the most beautiful places that I get to visit almost every year, and that's Ottawa in Canada. Um, my producer happens to be up here, so I get the pleasure of coming up and visiting once a year. And it's a great fishery, and it's a beautiful location, and it's probably one of our most consistent places we've ever been as far as having good fishing. Well, I'm a bass guy, all right? So uh, it's awesome bass fishing in, on the Ottawa River. There's lots of bays, lots of vegetation, lily pads. You throw your frogs, and you get a phenomenal, phenomenal topwater action. Uh, you can find walleye, you can have, you can find pike, um, catfish, you, you name it. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. This year, Brooks and I have had the opportunity to start putting together what we're calling JK Media House. And part of what JK Media House is, is to just provide content for Jackson Kayak to put out on YouTube, Facebook, things like that. This trip, we're up here in Canada, which is Jameson and I's first time up here. Um, it's a beautiful place and uh, we're seeing some really cool stuff out on the water. Right, today we're uh, at River Run Rafting at the Put-In. I mean, it's super protected. Our cabin's just up the road a bit. It's kind of offset in the woods and you come in, it's just got this cabin kind of feel to it and super roomy, but it's just a great place to be able to hang out. And we don't have to drive anywhere to get access to the water. We're gonna do a long distance uh, float paddle um, very easy because you're going with the current for the most part and chasing all kinds of fish. 
Uh, looking forward to a really fun time with a great group of guys here from Jackson Kayak. It's going to be a fun day. Looking forward to it. I'm ready to go. All these other lure guys are just like, I got to pack all my cases. This is what I got. This, this. Let's go fishing. You guys ready? We'll be pulling out at Wilderness Tours. So, um, again, they've got these great places. You can pull your vehicle right up and uh, drop your kayaks off and pick them back up. There's many uh, little cut-ins that you can uh, get in through. Uh, if you don't mind uh, carrying your kayak or dragging your kayak, I mean, they're all plastic, so I'm sure you're, you're okay with dragging your kayak into the water. Fishing this uh, small lake in Ottawa, outside of Beechburg, and uh, just crystal clear water, absolutely beautiful. As soon as you stand up, you just see so much more. I mean, I was sitting there, didn't really see much. As soon as I stand up, I see three bass just right over here. For this type of fishing, the advantages, the ability to stand up is so cool. Dude, there's, I see them swimming that way and I throw in front of them. Got a little smallie. Anyway, as they say in the valley, it got a smallie. Look at the smallie on her, man. It's really good. It's not a wally, but she's a smallie, all right. She's a feisty one. Got her on a nice little jig, swim jig. Oops, sorry. Hi. Oh, we run. Son of a nutcracker. I can't make anything stick. Bass fishing boys can do it. I can't. Look at that. Square reel, striking, mid-diver, in sexy shad color. This is what did the trick. Okay, got him. <laughs> nice fish. Happy to get that one back in the water. Thank you, buddy. I've just been throwing a uh, nice low profile reel. It's nice and small so it can cast these really light things easily. On here, I've got 20 pound cigar cans and braid. And then a top shot of uh, 12 pound cigar fluorocarbon. Fishing stayed pretty consistent. I mean, we were getting bites pretty much all day long. I mean, it was just every so often someone's hooking up, fish on, fish on. Oh, here we go. Let's put this puppy back in the water. Look at that slob. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. I made a big cast way, way up inside and it hit all the way up there next to the bank. And I got dragged straight into here. I got pinned between these logs, so I couldn't go any farther and then he dove into this weed here. That's why it's covered in weeds. <laughs> oh man, that was a good fish. So yeah, you can see we're having a good time there up in uh, Canada doing some uh, smallmouth fishing. I know we're going to be doing some musky fishing and pike and everything else and running some white water with EJ Jackson. So if you got any questions, any comments, please throw them our way. If uh, you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to Kayak Fishing Tales, our YouTube channel. That'll give you the best uh, opportunity to be, to be notified when we do go live. Um, 
also, uh, you know, give us the thumbs up, all that stuff. And please, if, if you can, you know, share our videos. That always helps. Uh, you know, Facebook doesn't like us too much. They love to stomp on our reach. Um, we go out to, uh, they send out our videos to less than 1% of our followers. So unless you're subscribing and all that, you're probably not going to see what we're putting out. So anyway, let's keep her going. And again, throw us those questions. We have met up with our old friends, the Muskie Brothers, up here in Quebec. And uh, last time we fished with them, they, they put us on so many muskie, it was stupid. Came up to this spot we fished once before, it's a beautiful spot. And we're gonna be chasing muskie with the whole Jackson Kayak crew. This uh, rivers produce a lot of multi-fish days, so we'll try to find a pattern first. I like to use inline spinners or bucktails, if you will. Uh, it's, sort of, it's almost like the equivalent of like a spinnerbait for bass. It's kind of like your seeker lure, your seeker bait, you want to try to find them. Got the sonar, even though it's a tiny river, there's holes, right? Then the, the muskies kind of stick around the holes, so when you can find them with the sonar, it kind of gives you a little clue, especially with the water so low, I think the holes are going to be really important today, so we'll see. You know, Muskie take a lot of work, they take perseverance, they take patience, and there's a lot of frustration involved. But once you finally get one, the elation is so high. And it's just like any of those really apex predators, the big game fish, you don't get as many, but when you get them, they're that much more gratifying. I'm trying this big jerk bait, like pretty much the opposite type of presentation. Uh, as in like you retrieve it really slow, you give it big jerks and pause. Uh, yeah, I mean, we hit a fish right off the bat, but not much, not uh, much signs of life after that. So I'll try to go with something maybe a little slower. We check the lunar charts every day. Um, some moons are better than others. Uh, full moon, new moon, uh, you're always going to get some really good musky runs, but uh, we check it every day. Even like today, it's a neutral moon. We'll still check it. What, what we want to see is we want to see the moon rise and the moon set. Um, both will actually spark a, a period of activity that can be pretty intense. Uh, muskies being such a low density fish, you kind of got to play those feeding windows because you're only fishing for one or two fish. So you kind of want to be on it when they're, um, when they're snapping, when they're active. We've been throwing baits, big baits, trying everything, uh, top water, uh, soft surf surface, deep crank baits. We tried everything and uh, nothing was hitting our lures. Um, we decided to slow down for a bit. We had lunch at uh, shore, and uh, uh, you know, after that, we kind of recharged our batteries, uh, had some water because it was a very stinking hot day. We got a bunch of guys, but we're all fishing different things, and we're all doing our own little thing. And I think it'll be a little bit easier to maybe pin down the pattern eventually. Talking to Jim and we were down we were very down because i mean we had fished for like seven hours already and no fish had bitten our lures and i keep fishing and i keep fishing and i keep fishing and i keep fishing even though i don't catch anything i just keep fishing it's called fish brain got it right now well i i have a love hate relationship with with musky fishing there's probably more disappointment than there is satisfaction when you go for these fish i mean more often 
but the highs when you actually get one are so much higher than any other fish. On the way back, uh, we just paddling, decided to, you know, cast our our uh, wapum floppers. Uh, we're just dragging our, our our lures. Felt this jerk, and my my rod just went flying. I grab it, and guess what? Fish on. That's real good. That's mine, though. <laughs> they have sharp teeth, brother. Yeah, they do. Those fish are super strong and they actually, uh, they, they play with you. Finally, the elusive muskie. He looks at you and then all of a sudden, boom, takes a deep dive and you have to fight it again. And, That's me. But it's, it's all fun, it's all fun. That's mine. I think about 15 minutes ago, you said, I think I'll stick to my bass. You know, today was a dog day as in it really, really hot. Um, it, you, your mind will try to play tricks on you. You're just telling you, it will tell you you're not doing something right because you're not catching fish. Well, you kind of, you got, it's kind of body over mind. You know, your, your muscles are going to want to, especially throwing those big, the big double tens, the big inline spinners or anything anyways. Uh, physically, it can be pretty demanding, but just plow through it. Don't let your mind play tricks on you and tell you you're not doing something right. Eventually, you're going to move fish. I don't know how many casts I saw you throw today, Roberto, and finally, like, you know, we're not quite sunset, but we're almost there. We've been fishing for almost 10 hours and fish, you know, the same lure he's been using all day. Finally, the fish bit. Number two. The time that I went uh, musky fishing with Dan and Manny before, they took us to a stretch of river and I caught 13 muskie in one day. Um, it was absolutely crazy. So that was a tough one for sure. But uh, on the time before that, like I said, that I had fished with him before, it was absolutely amazing. And probably the best muskie fishing I've had up there was on the Petawawa River. Um, when we did a seven day float and uh, that was absolutely amazing and it's just very low pressured fishery so we did pretty well um bill says did you get into any pike um i'm sure we did uh during the other parts of this it's, it seems like if there's musky in the river there's not pike so if you go to a, a musky river you're not going to see them but in the lakes where we had the bass lots of pike um, I don't remember what's on this video, quite honestly. This was from um, five, six years ago. So uh, I'm not really 100% sure, but uh, I've caught so many big pike up in Canada, as particularly up in um, more northern Canada. Uh, just absolutely amazing and big, big pike. We did a trip to one of the first years we were shooting, um, Minor Bay Lodge, and we caught there's three of us fishing and on one day all three of us caught over a hundred pretty good sized pike each it was just absolutely crazy so fantastic fishing up there um canuck cougar says hello jimmy well hello canuck <laughs> um 
George says he's new to kayak fishing and you appreciate our show. Well, I appreciate you watching our show. Uh, Bill asked, what was the inflatable I was talking about? Uh, NRS sells it. Uh, it's made by Star and it's called the Rival. Uh, that's the one I've got. And um, like I said, I haven't had it on the water yet. I've heard great things about it. Um, the rigging on it I did a couple days ago. If you go back and look at one of my older videos uh, just from a couple days ago um, on the Facebook channel, uh, I did kind of a walkthrough of it. Like I said it's super rigid. I think it's going to be very fun for what I want to use it for, which is for remote trips and also just to keep it in the back of my sprinter van so I can jump in the water whenever I want. Uh, let's see. And Bill says, I still don't have a muskie been fishing on the Chippewa flowage for years. Um, yeah, I don't know, you know what the best places are for muskie. Like I said, it's kind of one of those fish I just fish for when we go to certain locations. Uh, and that's usually when I'm up in Canada. Um, Jason says, just installed a Scotty rod holder on my kayak today. Hello from Hamilton, Ontario. Well, thanks for joining us and good luck with that uh, kayak rigging. So uh, let's uh, get this video rolling again. We've met up with a bunch of guys from the Jackson Kayak Crew. Our good buddy, uh, Dan Joseph and his brother, brother Manny. And uh, we just had a beautiful drift down uh, this river up here in Quebec. And uh, just a beautiful, beautiful day. Very hot, but uh, had some fun. Did the old musky thing, which means throwing them lures a million times. I've always heard muskie are the fish of 10,000 casts. And I think I've officially made about eight times that many casts. I've seen muskie, I've had muskie blow up on top water, tons of them, probably 50 different muskie blow up on top water. And then I spent all day with the muskie brothers, um, seeing muskie again, getting a couple bites, and I just cannot seem to hook one. Really love how, having a long rod for for going after the, uh, the muskie when you're throwing these big baits. Then 50 pound cigar cans and braid, and just a real short 100 pound cigar fluorocarbon leader. A lot of people use wire. We like to use uh, fluorocarbon because it is invisible, and generally speaking, they're not going to bite through that. Dan, can't thank you enough. So much fun hanging out with you again. Always uh, good to come up here and uh, go fishing with you and Manny and uh showing us around and uh always knowing where the spots are i mean you you pointed out the spots where the fish were caught well you know they're never random uh muskies are ambush predators you find the ambush spot you find the structure you'll find the fish uh like roberto proved like i mean we, we you, you just yeah. it's patience man you gotta it's not maybe not ten thousand casts but between the five of us we probably put in a couple thousand today and we caught three fish and eventually you'll find the spot where he or she is on. Fishing in Canada has is, is lived up to my expectations. It's, uh, it's been a really cool trip. Uh, it's beautiful. There's just trees, no houses, no boats. If you could 
draw up a, a place to go fishing in your mind, that's what it's been like here in Canada. Hey, James, you copy? Copy. Hey, man, I can uh, hear those rapids. How do they look from where you are? Running muskrat yesterday, James and Will actually took off first, kind of check out the line so that some of the less experienced whitewater guys would uh, would know the line to take and, and feel safe doing it. So once you've scouted a rapid and you've got somebody that's gonna help lead you down and help you pick a line or a path that's gonna get you through, it's also important to know that your ability to go through a rapid is, depends largely upon your paddling ability. So having some good strokes and understanding the general concepts of whitewater, what eddies and eddy lines are, waves, holes, being able to spot the rocks underwater, all those things can be the difference between having a, a fun and enjoyable ride down the rapids or one where you're swimming in the water, losing equipment, and maybe even getting hurt. EJ has volunteered to guide uh, Roberto and I down, so we'll follow his line if it's looking safe to you. Looks good. Uh, EJ's okay paddler. Um, <laughs> follow him closely and he'll take you right through the good stuff. Thank you, sir. We'll see you in a minute. And it's it's such a neat adrenaline experience for people who aren't, and even I'm used to some whitewater, but the volume and size of the rapids that we're going through is, uh, it, it takes into your mind a little bit more and, and you start you start feeling your heart beat more in this than I do anything I run back home. Well, we just came down that set of rapids, first set of rapids I've run in a very long time. I got to admit, the adrenaline was pumping. I was actually shaking at the end of it because it was just, I mean, it wasn't huge, but if you haven't done that, it's its so exciting, it's so fun. And this boat is perfect for it. It's got that full bow, this kind of rides over those waves. It's nice to be able to have the adjustable seat to that high-low seat because for fishing, I love that high seat. But for running the rapids, drop it in the lower position, get a little bit more stability. Man, that was so fun. That was so much fun. And then we get to fish these spots that the boats can't get to because they're not going to go through those rapids. Good times. Yeah, like I said, that was the first time I'd been on rapids since the time I'd almost drowned. So although those rapids were a lot smaller uh, that we had just went through there, um, the nerves were still there because I just hadn't done it since then. Morning. What are we doing today, guys? We're going fishing. Today, the plan is going out fishing a little bit uh, deeper. Uh, I think we're going to try probably Cinco's Wacky Rig, which is a very cool way and easy way to catch fish, and probably try some drop shotting as well. I honestly don't know why people are so attracted to bass fishing except when they're on top water. <laughs> because when they're on top water, like we've had this week, even when you're missing them, they're fun. It is so entertaining and your blood just starts to pump every time you get one of those blow ups and you just can't help but laugh and it just puts a smile on your face. I love fishing for smallmouth because they're super acrobatic fish and they fight with such a strength that even a one pound fish when it's fighting it feels like you have like a four pounder on the end of your line so as you can see these guys are aggressive this is uh he's, he's a little guy he's hungry it's like a little 10 year old want an afternoon snack when he gets home from school but uh regardless always fun to catch and go get bigger little guy love it love it love it thought there might be a fish there's a rock pile right down the middle 
<laughs> oh. <laughs> I like smallies. They're fun. <laughs> Just a little fish, but they're still scrappy little guys. Well, I learned the lesson the hard way on pike. So there are pike here that will hit baits that you throw for bass. So certainly be set up for, I would make sure if I come back, I'd be set up for pike and, and some kind of wire leader for that. Um, as far as baits go, it's a lot of water to cover. So I would use something like a crankbait or a chatterbait or spinnerbait, something to cover water um, and find out where the fish are. And then a lot of the fish are real aggressive. So I like a topwater setup as well. Um, and that's another good way to cover cover the vast amount of water. God, this is beautiful. I think one of the, the really fun things about the trip this year was that I get to fish with the guys from the Jackson Kayak Fishing Team, not just fishing-wise, but personality-wise, guys who want to have fun. And that's what's made this trip so fun. And, and hanging out with these guys all the time is always fun. I think he's making it up getting to reconnect with Dan Joseph and Manny Joseph. Um, we fished with Dan several years ago uh, up in northern Canada, and then we got to fish with him here in his own waters, and he put us on a ton of muskie. And just a, a great personality, a great fisherman. He and his brother know that muskie fishery so well. That's why we call them the Muskie Brothers. And to be able to hang out with those boys again was so much fun. And again, as per usual, Dan, he put us on fish. I was slightly surprised by how hot it was in Canada. Um, it still gets up there warm during the summer times, but the evenings are beautiful and it cools down and it's, it's an awesome place. I would say be prepared for bugs, but uh, I, I can't say enough about how unique and paradise-esque Canada's been for me. At the Ottawa River, it's beautiful. It's a great body of water, but you can find pike. Um, catfish, you, you name it. I mean, it's it's phenomenal. Uh, whatever fishing you want to do here at the in the Ottawa River. Pretty fish. Very fired up. I think that's a nice fish to finish out the day. Let that pretty girl go. There she goes. Boom. We had a really really fun day. Um, you know, fishing with good friends, and I mean, how often do you get to kayak fish with a world champion whitewater kayaker? Uh, just tons of fun, learned a lot from EJ on the whitewater, beautiful location. I mean, just a, an epic, epic day up here in Canada. Well, I hope you can uh, see why I kept saying how much I like going up there and always just it, it, it is so pretty um there are sections of the ottawa river uh, that we have gone through um there was a spot I, I don't know if they called it like fantasy land or something like that and it was just so so beautiful and you just float through and you know i don't do much river fishing and being able to just kind of relax and drift down a river and just work a bank as you're drifting by it's it, it's something special and like i said the uh, I've never had a bad fishing trip to Canada. Even, you know, we did that musky day, which is always going to be harder just because you're, you know, you're going for that, that apex predator and musky are, you know, can be few and far between, but 
the smallmouth fishing, um, the uh, walleye fishing, the pike, the, I mean, the piker. A lot of people think pike are trash, but I mean, I, I think they're as fun as can be because they love to hit top water, you know, and they, they hit hard. Um, just super fun. And like I said, if you get a chance to get up to Canada, highly recommend it. I've always had a good time up there. So anyway, that's it for today. Uh, again, it is a holiday weekend coming up. So please remember, and it is safe boating week. So uh, just think about that video I showed at the beginning. Always wear that PFD. Always wear your PFD and keep your paddle right side up. Thank you all. You have a good weekend or good week. I guess it's only Tuesday. <laughs>